the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're back. It's hour two, 303 is the phone number. I'm Randy Corcoran. You're a pumped-up purveyor of principled, passionate patriotism. You should spend some time on that VoteGA.org website. The Halderman Report is there. It was an expert report looking into the vulnerabilities in Dominion voting machines. And um, we didn't get into it too deep with Garland, at least this time around. On He gave an actual seminar. Uh, lengthy, lengthy sort of report debunking the challenges that Georgia Secretary of State Brad Rathesberger made to the Halderman report. And, uh, man, there's just so much out there. It's just virtually impossible to get it into the mainstream. But slowly and surely, we're working on it. Let's get to some phone calls. We'll start with Jack in Wyoming tonight. Jack, welcome back to the show. Yeah, I listen to Garland Sabarini. I, I I think he's fabulous. He's it's very important what's going on right now in in Georgia, and he's so good. And I hope you have him on at least every other week. But I, I take exception to calling Miss Fannie Willis a, a rogue prosecutor. She's a malicious prosecutor. I think that's much more on point. Well, I agree, and he used that term as well. And you see that in some oh, of the yeah some of the okay. literature. So. Yeah, it's also it, just so obviously political. Oh, yeah, it is. But I just wonder if the civil law malicious prosecution, of course, the other side has to win the case first. I wonder if the penalties attached to that couldn't be converted over to this application. That That's the big question. You just have to have people with the willingness to take action. You know, it would, wouldn't it be something if Ron DeSantis were the governor of Georgia and could just pull the plug on her like he did on woke? prosecutors in his own state yeah yeah well i suppose i you were talking about as you get older and you know you got about 20 years to catch up with me but how the years go by quicker and a friend of mine a contemporary who's my age and he said to me one day and it's so true he said jack the days get longer and the years get shorter think about that hmm yeah because you sleep less and that that is an interesting way to look at it i don't like how fast things are going it's uh you know, after after a long summer, I just look back and it year after year after year in a blink of an eye. We're at we're it's September second. It's Labor Day weekend. Summer is almost officially over. Yeah, yeah. The years just spin right by. All righty. I just uh, but it's malicious. It's malicious. I just hope that there's some penalties under the malicious prosecution civil laws that can be applied to these people that are pulling this stuff off. Because he laid out so clearly, so clearly that. Forget about whether it's political or not, but she's she's one sidedly pushing a, a, a position that she favors personally and doing that in the capacity of a government official. We need to slap. And the other thing is, is we need Giuliani because Giuliani needs to do to this country what he didn't. And I was in New York City back then in the 80s. I was in court for like two years back there. But he, what, what Giuliani did to clean up New York City, you had to be there to believe it. And we need that done in this country badly. 
you look around on social media, you can see Fannie Willis back in 2020 talking about her fears that the election was going to be stolen. So, you know, it, there's never been any limitation on being able to question what might happen in an election or to look back on what did happen in an election. Well, the, the, the transparent thing about the Democrats is everything that they're engaged in is what they accuse us of. It's incredible. Yeah, it's it's part of the part of the script, no doubt about it. Jack, I hope you have a good Labor Day. Okay. Bye. God bless you. All right. 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. And we've been getting a lot of mileage out of this clown. Name me a single objective we've ever set out to accomplish that we failed on. Name me one in all of our history. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now, I know Biden was really talking about America, American objectives over time. But now we're talking about Biden objectives because these aren't American ideals. These aren't American objectives that he's pushing forward, diminishing our presence on the world stage, diminishing the value of our dollar, diminishing our ability to be energy and efficient to be energy efficient diminishing our ability to develop other technologies while not giving up our premier place as a manufacturer of clean energy, able to utilize it in a in a free, fair society that raises all ships, brings everybody up. Biden is the most failed president of my lifetime, and though I'm no presidential scholar, is likely the worst ever, besides his own personal failings. 5,400 emails have been discovered by the National Archives, the same clown show that spent years fighting with Donald Trump over documents being held at Mar-a-Lago that led to the very first Trump indictment. 5,400 emails with pseudonyms, emails from or to Joe Biden addressed to a pseudonym, somebody else's name. Why do you do that if you're not trying to cover things up his very own commerce secretary president biden has done a magnificent job through his career in developing a great relationship or a productive relationship with president xi yeah a great relationship or a productive relationship that's one thing biden was very successful at a great relationship with communist china to enrich himself and his family Failed as a husband, failed as a father, two drug and sex addicted children. How does a guy who lives his whole life working for the government, good paying job, a U.S. senator, you know, it's a six figure salary, 186000 over $200,000 a year. That does not land you tens of millions of dollars in mansions and land and bank accounts and everything else. It's so obvious, and the media so corruptly covers up for it over and over and over. Having Garland on to talk about what's going on in in Georgia just creates so much optimism that it can happen. If you get the right resources together, if you keep pushing and poking and prodding, you start to get a victory here, uh, something exposed there hundred different issues about the Georgia election that we could have spent time talking with Garland about. We just simply ran out of time with him. The 2,000 mules, should that be used as evidence? One of the texters asks, can that be used as evidence in these 
some of these criminal trials against President Trump and Trump supporters and Trump allies. Well, you heard Garland talk about the fact that they've got more video than was even shown in 2000 videos showing the mule operation. You can see triple counted ballots. The the images are now available. They're easy to find. Fonnie Willis, much like other Georgia election officials back in 2020, were publicly putting out their intention, their hope, their wish, their direction, their guidance to others to stop Trump any way possible. The goal has to be to stop Trump. In fact, wasn't Fonnie the one who ran her campaign on getting Trump, on prosecuting Trump? That's okay in America. But challenging an election, pushing back, questioning, looking for evidence, pointing out that courts that dismiss a case before evidence is presented have not made a determination on the merits, that's soon going to be illegal. 1984 isn't, doesn't even begin to touch what we're living in here in 2023. And it's absolutely terrifying because it just seems like at any moment now, they can turn around and show up at your doorway, show up on your doorstep. There are videos coming out of Democrats describing how leaders of their own party rigged voting machines to change the outcome of the Democrat primary. Mark Elias, the Democrat super lawyer for elections and was also Hillary Clinton's lawyer when she somehow was able to use bleach bid and hammers to destroy smartphones and hard drives and and face no consequences at all for the what was it 30,000 classified emails that she was keeping in her server at home at the end of 2020 he challenged an election in New York on behalf of a democrat who lost claiming that the machines didn't count the vote properly and somehow, the corrupt, coordinated, Democrat-controlled media machine and the weak-kneed Republicans and, and friends who are on our side and, and so many, from so many perspectives and so many aspects don't realize the propaganda that they've subjected themselves to, don't realize that these Democrats are playing for keeps, not to just win the next election, but to win the direction of the country forever by making it impossible to win free, fair, and transparent elections going forward. Why would the southern border be left open? Why would the media not cover, what was the number I saw this morning, 90,000 confrontations at the border, 90-plus thousand apprehensions at the southern border just in the month of August? How many of those were catch and release? How many others got away? We're never contacted at all. The federal government has welded open portions of the southern border. The federal government has sued Texas and other states when they've tried to put up barricades of their own. The federal government has gone in and removed barricades that prevent ease of illegal crossings. Why would they do that if they're not trying to flood the nation? with people that they can eventually then turn into voters. This is something I talked about back in 2014 when I was first starting talk radio. 
that the biggest push for open borders, we, we know why Republicans want abundant and easy immigration for workers, for laborers, for keeping wages lower for Americans because there's more competition if we have other people coming in. We understand those motives. Some of them are okay. Some of them really stink. Those are not the motives of Democrats. Democrats want to flood our system, flood our society. Cloward and Piven, look it up. Flood our agencies, overwhelm law enforcement, overwhelm social services, overwhelm election officials who are trying to do things the right way, overwhelm programs like food stamps and uh, I don't even, what do they call them now? SNAP, I forget. And you don't do that if you want to preserve the heritage of America. If you want to, pres- and by heritage, I mean the, the long, proud history we have of bringing more prosperity, more freedom, more opportunity for more people than any country in the history of the world. But the numbers are about elections. You get folks in, you get them on the government dole. You get them to vote for you or create the opportunity to have fraudulent ballots and and overwhelm the system. And you can, if you start out in power, you can win elections forevermore. And so many on our side are simply not aware that this is a life and death situation. Life and death for the American dream as it has existed for so very long. Look at how fast we've been turned around. In two and a half years under sleepwalking Joe Biden. And man, he's gotten worse. Holy smokes. It is so bad listening to him now, watching him now. It's not just embarrassing anymore. It's it's painful. And it is an international embarrassment that this person is has control of the nuclear codes. Holy moly. There's a reason that Donald Trump won't let go of the 2020 election. It's not because he's not in office right now. It's not because he is not president right now. It's because these elections were not honest, open, transparent, or accurate. And until that gets fixed, the Democrats can continue to do what the Democrats did in 2020 and in Maricopa County in 2022. So don't tell us, don't tell me, stop talking about it. Got to look ahead, find that right candidate, find that right issue, lower taxes, stop the loss of Tabor. I mean, those are important issues. I'm very supportive of all of the efforts to educate people about those problematic decisions that we're going to have to make here coming up in November. But. Don't take your eyes off the big prize because the Democrats certainly aren't. They will say anything. They will do anything. And Nancy Pelosi makes no bones about what she thinks about you and me. It's interesting to see how there is a certain element of the population who will just go for him. There are people we would probably never get. They don't share our values in terms of respect for the dignity and worth of every person and the rest. Yeah. Yeah. What was it that Hillary said? The basket of deplorables. That worked out pretty well for her. 
But the media is doing such an amazing job of covering for the lies of Joe Biden, for the crimes of Joe Biden, for the failures of Joe Biden. And yet on the other side, it seems like more and more people are waking up, realizing, becoming aware, getting involved, taking on an issue or a candidate or the education of their neighbor, their family, their friends. It's what has to happen at breakneck speed. Or we will be in a mess. We cannot survive another term. I mean, imagine a, an effective Democrat, Michelle Obama, Gavin Newsom, instead of dead man walking in that chair shoving these policies down our throat, imprisoning, prosecuting, and hoping to imprison their political opponents. Imagine someone competent in the seat directing that traffic. A lot of speculation that Barack Obama's behind what's going on right now. Don't know it for sure. It sure ain't Joe Biden pulling the strings. Whoever's pulling the strings on him ought to be charged with animal abuse or child abuse, infant abuse. So, so much to be paying attention to, fighting for, and never, ever backing down from. And I hope that's why you're here. It's why I'm here. We'll be back. More of your calls, 303-696-1971, when we return on 710 KNUS. This tribute show tonight to Jimmy Buffett. Dead at 76, skin cancer turned into lymphoma, blood cancer, four years. Nobody knew about it, but the reports, I think his family has even confirmed, are out now that that's what was going on with Jimmy. So there you go. Anyway, welcome back. 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. Before we go back to the phones, you just got to hear this just just one more time. Joe Biden coming out with uh, Pete Buttigieg and the, the sign in the background is holding airlines accountable because you see the the governors, the governors, governor, man, I must be tired. The government's job is to punish big business, to find them as much as they can to hold them a line, holding, hold them in line, holding airlines accountable. The big federal government is here to punish businesses rather than encourage success, celebrate success, create profit opportunities and reward good service, reward good performance. It's punishment, punishment, punishment. So he, he shakes his hand. He walks up to the podium and this is what you get out of creepy, sleepy, brain-dead Joe Biden. Thank you, Secretary Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Somebody help that man. I just, I love the laugh of that guy. All right, let's get back to the phones. Deborah's been waiting in Lakewood. Deborah, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. And I just want to give my condolences to you for your wife. Thank you. And then, uh, you're welcome. I didn't get a chance to call you earlier. But what I'm calling about is uh, Stephen Tubbs announced on the radio earlier this week uh, that he was going to retire from the radio. And uh, 
I'm so hoping that you you can take over that spot or guide someone that is a lawyer that knows that's pro-Trump in the spot because I, I, I am just so frustrated that every – I, everybody of late is is against Trump. Yeah, and you know, I, even not pro Trump, but just someone who is pro both sides of the story. Someone who who might, you know, take the establishment view of what's going on in the Republican Party, what's going on in our elections, but will at least talk about, consider, debate, and present the other side because people are either too scared too lazy or have a different kind of agenda and don't want to do that. And I, I just don't understand it. I've gotten to the point that I've literally turned off the radio and changed, changed the station to all the morning guys on your station. I used to love listening to y'all throughout my, my day. And, uh, I, I turn them off. I go to another station. I listen to, uh, 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 the lawyer guys that, um, uh, well, look, anyway, I, I, you know, I you're, did, you're, just, you are extra, you. you are exercising your right as a consumer to, to listen to what you want and go where you want. My point is this, that I am always happy to debate the other side. I'm always throwing down the gauntlet If anybody wants to come and challenge my position on, on what's going on in elections and what's going on in some of these court cases or whatever, uh, just let me know. I'll be there anytime, any place. And, and that's just, what I like about you. Yeah. And uh, that's what I want. And, that's and, what I want. And the problem, Deborah, of course, is that it's no longer about winning the next election. It's no longer about inching your policy preferences forward or pulling back the policy excesses of the other side. We're, we're, it's life and death now. It's freedom versus tyranny. It's a country that's spinning out of control and massive debt with diminishing energy, a, a horrible elect, electrical grid, um, a diminished uh-huh. military with wokeism being trained instead of military success. Uh, just you can just you you cannot stop counting all the problems that we're dealing with that are not going to get stopped if we don't rein this thing in and rein it in fast. I know that's why I want someone like you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I listen to you and um, uh, Matt Dunn. I love listening to you guys. Except I only own one day a week. Well, Matt is and out I don't of this. Always get to- Matt is out of this world, and um, I'm glad you reminded me because I'm always trying to remember to promote Backbone Radio. You know, I sort of kick off the alternative view, the pro-America MAGA view, and uh, and Matt seals the deal, slam dunks it on Sunday nights from 4 to 7 here on 710. And by the way, next week, I think I have an obligation Saturday night, so I believe Matt Dunn is filling in. So you'll get, get a whole weekend of Matt Saturday and Sunday next week. Oh, good. And uh, starting next weekend, I am off on on the weekend. Well, that's <laughs> Don't great. Don't have to work. <laughs> well, that's that's nice. Having a weekend means a lot these days. And uh, can you believe it's Labor Day weekend? I'm still, I, I just my I head's in a cloud tonight. And I'm not sure why. I'm tired. I know, but um, it's just something about how can we be heading into fall now? I know. 
And, uh, but I worked this weekend and I worked, um, Monday. <laughs> so, uh, well, that's no good. But, well, yeah, I, well, I would, I would, I was, uh, switching weekends, you know, do, uh, one weekend and whatever weekend I worked, if a, a holiday worked, landed on it, then I worked it. Um, you get extra pay. It, it, unfortunately, for the you know, I really don't know. I just, <laughs> I just work. Somebody has to feed the dogs, regardless. So if I get it, fine. If I don't, you I, know, somebody has to feed the dogs. I love me the working people. And um, makes the world go so, round. Well, and you always yeah. got the podcast if you have to work during the show. So, uh, Deborah, thanks for the encouragement. I'm glad that you're around here on the weekends, and I hope you have a wonderful Labor Day weekend or whatever your version of that is after you get done working this weekend. All right. Well, you too. Have a wonderful day. And uh, uh, I'm excited to be able to catch you today because normally a lot of times I don't get to catch you. God bless, Deborah. Have a good night. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Number 14 of Democrats denying elections. After the election, when you stole the election, you came back here and said, get over it. No, we're not going to get over it. You know it. I know it. They know it. That's something. We won that election. Constantly shifting vote tallies in Ohio and malfunctioning electronic machines, which may not have paper receipts, have led to additional loss of confidence by the public. The right to vote has been stolen from qualified voters. The New Yorker reported that Kerry thought that, quote, proxies for Bush had rigged many of the voting machines. In 2004, the democratic process was thwarted. The 2004 presidential election in Ohio was riddled with unnecessary problems. Some machines malfunctioned, causing votes to be counted more than once, or not at all. Based upon an inordinate number of allegations, suggesting gross voting rights violations and misconduct, I join with my colleagues in objecting to counting the state of Ohio's electoral votes. Electoral votes. I think that's the same guy, maybe the same guy, sounds like the same guy who said if we put too many people on an island, it was going to tip over. I wish I could remember his name right now. Very distinctive voice, though. No video, so I'm not seeing any faces. Democrat after Democrat after Democrat after Democrat denying elections. And now we're back to the Bush era elections. It was going on even then. Anytime the Democrats deny or lose an election. Well, yeah, but so you're doing the same thing, Corcoran. When Trump lost his election, now all of a sudden you're claiming voter fraud. When I watched voters voting, counting, stop. Trump in massive leads. When I saw ballots coming in days after the election, when I saw videos of of suitcases, whatever you want to call them, full of ballots being pulled out from under tables in Fulton County, Georgia, after a phony water alarm. Oh, there's a water leak. Everybody out sent all the Republicans home, then went back to work. When you watch video of people feeding the same ballots into machines over and over and over, when you as a layman read the reports of experts about what goes on inside of voting machines, well, they're, they're, they can't connect to the Internet. Well, okay, they can connect to the Internet, but they don't connect to the Internet. Okay, well, 
they can connect to the Internet and they sometimes connect to the Internet, but they only connect to the Internet when it's okay for them to do so. When the same Democrats, Kamala Harris, of systems to audit, but also what they can do around um, best practices and, and best machinery. Um, we are talking with them about the fact that it is probably best that you do not have your election system connected to the Internet because that will create greater vulnerabilities. And then look at where we are now in this year of our Lord 2018. We're talking about paper ballots, but that actually might be one of the smartest systems. Going back to, you know, a day when we could we could have something tangible that we can hold on to because Russia cannot hack a piece of paper like they can a computer system connected to the Internet. Kamala Harris pushing for paper ballots, voting machines that are impossible to connect to the Internet all the way back in 2018. And now it's a crime. Now it's a crime if you set up an alternate set of electors, like as Garland Favorito explained in the first hour, was done in Hawaii during the Richard Nixon, John F. Kennedy election. Those electors actually wound up voting for Kennedy, flipping the state after it was called for Richard Nixon. A legal process, by the way. So many of these criminal charges are likely to result in convictions because of the locations where the trials are being held, the makeups of the jury pool. Washington, D.C., what is it, 98%, I think, voted Joe Biden, 2% for somebody else. In Washington, D.C. and surrounding Virginia suburbs, how do you get a fair jury pool there? Now, these same elect- or these same convictions, many of them, Extreme, like so many convictions from Jack Smith, likely to be overturned on appeal. Jack Smith was overturned on appeal by the United States Supreme Court in another pro- uh, political prosecution that he brought. Unanimously, the Democrats on the court sided with the majority. But how many years does that take? How many people get bankrupted? How many people commit suicide or wind up in divorce or depression or out of work or whatever while these charade, this lawfare goes on? Thank God that the biggest target has the resources and apparently seems undeniably the stamina, the power, the fortitude to stand up against it. The same guy who skipped the Republican debates, knowing that he was to be indicted the next morning in Georgia, put out the mugshot seen round the world and throughout the universe. And since I guess the number is up to around $20 million, has raised that kind of money off the marketing of that mugshot image. Thank God that the biggest target And the biggest danger to the deep state, the biggest danger to the left wing agenda has the resources and the inner strength. And even at his advanced age, what is he, 78 now? I now, when I talk to people about age or age related issues, I talk about Trump years versus Biden years because Biden is virtually becoming a thumb sucking, wandering around lost figment of his own imagination have you did i play this before all right thanks for 
Where am I going? Where am I? Where am I going? Donald Trump can do a one-on-one interview with Tucker Carlson for 45 or 50 minutes, not lose a beat, remember all of his talking points, not carry a note card or a teleprompter or a piece of paper in his hand, and then go and campaign in front of 20,000, 40,000, 50,000, then fly off for another indictment or an arraignment or whatever, and continue to stand up and push back. And yet we have Republicans in this state and Republicans on the national stage. Chris Christie, Bill Barr come to mind that say, well, boy, if Trump's the nominee, I, I just don't know. Who are you going to vote for, gentlemen? Biden, he's not going to be the nominee. Gavin Newsom, I don't think so. Michelle Obama, that's the most likely in my mind. That'll be your alternative. Are your constitutional, conservative, Republican principles so flexible, so flaccid, so malleable, so permeable that you can't stand up for the person who turned this country around in the fastest, shortest order I have ever seen in spite of rioting in cities to protest what he was doing, in spite of the radical left burning down police stations injuring police officers was watching a video on the break of a mob pushing on fences, moving fences, shaking fences, grabbing um, flashlights and sticks and, and other things out of the hands of Capitol Hill police as they were trying to breach the white house during the Trump administration, secret service and Capitol Hill police officers injured some fairly significantly how many years are those people spending in prison? We have grandmothers being sentenced to years in prison for walking through the Capitol peacefully. Proud boys or oath keepers send, you know, up red flags for weak-minded Republicans who don't know the individuals or don't know the philosophies or don't spend the time to figure out the specific facts of the specific cases a two or three time Purple Heart military veteran who happened to be a member of Oath Keepers sentenced to 17 years for moving a fence. He just happened to do it on January 6th. This is political persecution, political prosecution, political intimidation. And we need Republicans of all stripes, no matter what you think of the front runner, the in my opinion, the ultimate nominee to stand up and realize that the Democrats don't care about your degree of nobility for disliking Donald Trump. All they care is shoving this agenda down your throat. And we don't beat them back if we don't all come together. And clown shows like Dick Wadhams calling the chair of the Colorado State Republican Party, Comrade Dave. What is wrong with these people? What is wrong with these people? It, does it come back to spiritual warfare? Is that what ha what's happening? People are being blinded. They're being directed. They're being shielded from truth or from expressing uh, what they need to in order to push back on this 
absolute effort to end America as we know it. I can't believe that they can be successful. And the bottom line, we do have to take our break, but the bottom line is they won't be successful. They will never win until we stop fighting. The Revolutionary War was not a series of great battle victories. It was a series of tremendous battle losses for the good guys, for the fledgling Americans. But they never stopped. And then magically, it almost seems, doesn't it? Revolutionary War victories divinely inspired. When you look at the odds, when you look at the the weather and the, just the weird timing, the incredible sequences of events that allowed certain things to turn that around. Can you walk away from believing that it was divinely inspired? I don't know. Can't prove it. We need a little bit of that as we march ahead into 2024. And we need a little bit of a break as we march ahead to the final hour of the show here in just a few minutes. We will be joined by John Fabricatori. Retired ICE agent down on the southern border took on Democrat Congresswoman Brittany, uh, Brittany Pedersen on her ridiculous naivete regarding fentanyl and how it's getting into our country. Anyway, all that's coming up. 303-696-1971 is the phone number. I'm Randy Corcoran, 710-KNUS. Yeah, I love that end there. Your mother's the only other woman for me. He's talking about his little girl, little magic. Um Jimmy Buffett, gone at 76. So coming up at the top of the hour, John Fabricatori will join the show. And here's what triggered me reaching out to him. Uh-oh. Here it comes. In Denver, health workers say they've seen 27% more overdose deaths compared to the same time last year. 64% of those were due to fentanyl. This comes as some Republican lawmakers have blamed the increase in fentanyl on our streets to migrants crossing the southern border. Democratic Congresswoman Brittany Patterson commenting this week on Colorado Point of View. Take a listen. This is unfortunately uh, more stigma, rhetoric, and misinformation. We absolutely need security at the border. We do have significant security at the border. That's why cartels don't actually use the border for trafficking. They know that people who are uh, crossing the border are more likely to be uh, screened and identified. And so what we're seeing is actually almost 90% of fentanyl that's coming into the U.S. is coming through our ports. Ay, 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 ay. Brittany Patterson, radical leftist, made her way into Congress. CD8, right? She was the ultimate winner over there. By the way, that clip was from, I had said when I teased it in the first hour, that was from Channel 7. That was from Fox 31. And we'll play that for John Fabricatori at the top of the hour because uh, he just ripped it to shreds. What? How hypocritical is it for Democrats? Oh, well, we need security at the border. We don't have any, and it's okay because Biden's in charge, and we want as many illegals in the country as possible as long as they don't come to our sanctuary city, and then we'll complain about it because you know, we only want them down there on those border towns where they don't impact our country club lifestyle. And we have security at the border, she said. Fentanyl doesn't come across that border. Yeah, they don't bring a lot of it through the monitored ports of entries. Of course not, because that's where they're most likely to get caught. Instead, they bring it through the wide open places and the wide open spaces, thanks to Biden, federal government, people like Brittany Pedersen, 
keeping the border wide open. And so we'll talk to an expert on the topic at the top of the hour. But let's get back to the phones now with Peter in Denver. Welcome, Peter. Hey, Randy. Thank you. I just have a – you had said before that 76, the age 76 doesn't seem – now yeah when you talk about jimmy buffett it reminded me of uh when i was 14 way back when i'm 66 now i bought the uh simon and garfunkel album old friends bookends you familiar with that album? sure and the song old friend bookends if i may is just three lines it says he says they say can you imagine us years from today sharing a park bench quietly how terribly strange to be 70 and now that I'm all, almost there, it's not so terrible. It's not so strange. It's just, you know, part of life. We're getting, we're getting close. It, isn't it strange? I like it. Isn't <laughs> it strange how you, you just you don't feel any different on the inside? Like, you're still you. No matter exactly. how road hard and put away wet. The, yeah, the, a little wiser, hopefully. <laughs> one could hope, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, it's, it's, yeah. I had no idea that Jimmy Buffett was sick. They certainly kept that no, from everybody. I heard of it. Yes, first I heard of it, and uh, that's too bad. You know, he, he gave some joy to people. Um, and just a question before one of your calls asked, I guess it would be for the trial in D.C., but they're claiming that he knew that he lost the election. He knew there was no fraud. So can he, he in turn, show evidence why he thinks there, is, there was fraud? Yeah, that's a. I think that is one of the backfires that could really fall hard, especially if they somehow force these trials as early as they want to on the Democrats, because he will. Of course, his defense will be, yes, I continue to believe the election was stolen and I believed it then. And here's why. And any yeah, judge that cuts cuts that off. The problem is, I don't think that they care long term about convictions holding up what they have to make sure what they're most terrified of is Donald Trump regaining the White House this time around and if he gets acquitted or uh, you know convictions overturned down the road so be it yeah yeah but if it is before the election i think there'll be a first time a lot of people in the country will be seeing any of that stuff so could be a good thing yeah there's going to be uh, the georgia election now or election fraud trial is going to be televised that they say so that's pretty right. cool yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Interesting days. Now, can I ask, what are you doing? Are you shaving? You got a you getting a buzz cut, or what's what's that noise no. in the background? Oh, that's my uh, swamp cooler. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> well, sure. keep your cool. Happy Labor Day weekend. Thanks for calling uh, the show. Yeah, Peter. You take care. God bless. Okay. I, uh, I I do love this song. Well, if we can make it play, come on. Live radio at its worst. Huh. Come on, boys. I just wanted to play that lyric from uh, Simon and Garfunkel, and I pulled it up, and now I can't get it to make a single solitary sound. Well, we'll try and fix that over the course of the top-of-the-hour break and uh, see if we can get back to it after we speak with with my good friend John Fabricatori gave me a full tour of the ICE facility after Michelle Malkin and I set up the uh, Stand With Ice rally very quickly. Was that over a Labor Day weekend as well? Boy, I can't remember anymore. That was my first exposure to Tay Tay Anderson, radical leftist, apparently seemingly an oppressor of children while he is on the Denver school board. 
so glad that that so-called tenure is coming to an end. Anyway, we've got one more hour of the show. I hope you'll stick around. Don't forget our phone number is 303-696-1971. John Fabricatore, retired ICE agent, when we return. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.